On today's episode of the Traffic Club of Chicago podcast, we have Ken Adamo, uh, who is the Chief of Analytics at DAT Solutions, uh, one of the largest uh, truckload freight marketplaces in North America. Um, so thank you for being with us today, Ken. And, um, thank you for having really me appreciate on. It. Sure, sure. And uh, maybe you could just jump into um, you know, what, what DAT does, um, some of the um, uh, the programs that you guys are working on, um, and uh, you know how do you guys forecast your freight rates? Sure. Um, you know DAT is widely regarded as um, the foremost benchmarking and analytic uh, service provider in the trucking industry. Um, and you know it's a really exciting year for us because um, we have a lot of new and really cool analytic products coming down the pike. Um, you know, a lot of that is predicated on the customer behavior we see on our load boards, for example, um, as well as the activity and contributions we see in our RateView database. Um, two of the most exciting products we have coming out are um, a market conditions index, which is a new way to look at supply and demand, um, and as well as a rate forecast. So we are able to um, look anywhere from 14 days to 52 weeks in the future um, and proactively predict um, rates for van, flatbed, and reefer in the North American trucking space. So it's really exciting stuff. Great. So when you guys are doing your predictive analytics or models, um, you're obviously using the, the past data uh, to drive future rate ideas. Uh, maybe you could dive in a little deeper into that. Um, tell us some of the things that you guys do use uh, to build out your models and, and how that affects things. Yeah, you know, coming from industry, um, it's like a treasure trove of DAT, right? Because uh, by far the best indicator of future rate movement is prior rate history. And we're sitting on top of um, the largest historical rating database in the industry by far. Um, so what we do is we start with that very strong foundation. Um, and then we look at things like seasonality, um, uh, trends in the, in the, in the macro economy and market. Um, and then as we start to get shorter term, one of the things that we focus on is pricing momentum. So let's just say, for example, there's a weather event or a port issue. Um, our model within a day will start to pick up things like that um, and it'll sense the price momentum and adjust accordingly um, to make sure that our short-term predictions are capturing what's actually happening in the market. Um, so like I said, we have predictions ranging from very short-term, um, you know, one to 14 days out as well as longer term to help with RFPs and bid events going all the way out uh, 52 weeks into the future. That's great. Um, so just talking about the trends in that, maybe you could uh, just give us some general ideas of what you saw in December and then also uh, just going out into the, the near term in the future. Yeah, so December was surprisingly, um, I'll be optimistic and say surprisingly good. Um, I think for a lot of folks it was surprisingly not as bad as they expected, but um, we started to see some um, some pickup, right? So we started to see on our load board, we started to see our load to truck ratios um, start to lap where they were the year prior, which is a really good sign. Rates are still lagging behind a bit. Um, and this is typically a very slow time for freight, you know, the January, February doldrums of freight. Um, using our rate forecasting technology, as well as our sort of industry experience and analytics, um, we're really looking for a rate rebound when freight comes back in the spring. So once you start to see produce start moving, the freight market's thawing a bit, um, or late in the first quarter, early in the second calendar quarter, 
we're hoping to see a bit of a double whammy with seasonality and then systemic rate uplift as well. Yeah, that's great. Um, so, you know, just talking about, um, you know, the trends that you guys are using and, and some of the support that you guys are, are working with some of your customers. We recently read about um, Knight Swift and, and DAT having a pilot program together. Um, could you could you touch on that a little bit? Uh, maybe what that exactly is, um, what your plans are for that, um, you know, and how you help the customer experience as well. Yeah, you know, I was a, a, a customer of DATs in industry. One of the things I valued the most was their willingness to kind of work out the kinks before releasing something into production by partnering with their customers. And that's really the intent here. Um, Knight Swift has long been a great partner um, of DAT. And what we don't want to do is build these sort of academic, you know, very rigid models that aren't applicable to industry. So what we do and what we're doing is reaching out to our customers, getting this in their hands early and often, letting them play with it, telling us what they like, what they don't like, helping us refine our forecasting methodologies. Um, and it could be as, you know, it could be as seemingly insignificant as looking at weekly versus monthly rates, right? It's the same data just presented differently. Um, and that's all the feedback that we feel is very important to building a valuable product for our customers as opposed to something that's not been vetted in industry. Um, and we're very lucky to have excellent industry partners in that regard. Sure, sure. Uh, just curious. Um, so when you're talking about the customer, obviously, a Knight Swift or, uh, you know, another company within the industry would be your customer. Are they giving feedback as to how maybe it helps their customers? Yeah, absolutely. So whether that's direct or indirect, right? So, you know, we, we, we largely service three um, segments of the industry, shippers, carriers, and brokers. We have a lot mm -hmm. of partners in academia or um, with kind of traditional economic analysis, but those are our three core areas. So, you know, what we're looking to do is um, see how it applies to the broad gamut of customers and use cases. So what I mean by that is um, running it up against their own models and seeing if it's adding value. Um, whether it's helping budget certainty on the shipper side. So looking at our longer term projections versus what they had actually experienced in hindsight and seeing if that would have improved their um, supply chain performance. On the broker and carrier side, it's the same kind of thing. You know, should I, the, the, the cycle to bring on a truck, um, depending on the time of year and how busy the market is, could be six to nine months from the moment I decide mm -hmm. to make the purchase. Well, should I be buying two? Should I buy five? Are rates expected to climb? Are rates expected to fall? These are all things that can really help the industry as a whole um, if the capacity owners are making more informed um, capacity decisions with more mm -hmm. transparency to what the future um, will bring. Mm -hmm. Right, because this is an industry that always falls victim to oversupply, right? <laughs> and the market has a, has a, has a, um, the invisible hand, right, has a way of bringing that, that, that supply out of the market, um, and then rates are extremely tied to all of that. So, you know, again, the hope being more transparency, more foresight, better buying decisions, um, better coverage decisions, better shipping decisions. Um, so we, we really see the pathway for all of our customers to benefit. Yeah, that's great. Um, no, appreciate you taking some time out today. We just wanted to touch on some of those pieces. And, um, you know, recently a lot of us have been talking about um, some of the new uh, products you guys are offering. Uh, just maybe um, in kind of rounding everything out, um, where do you see, I guess, for the future, uh, maybe some of the, since you're on the analytics side, um, you know, maybe touching again on what we talked about earlier about 
really some of the drivers of your forecast, your modeling, um, what, what's going to, you know, what are you looking at for the future? You know, the number one thing we hear from all of our customer segments is uncertainty in their business. Um, I think volatility in this space has been ticking up um, over the past few years. Uh, there's a lot of noise in the market, um, a lot of um, competing news interests out there. So I think what we're going to focus on um, in the short, medium, and long term really is ways to take uncertainty and add transparency and visibility to the market. So whether that's new data products around rate volatility or supply and demand um, harmonization, things like that. Those are, those are key issues facing our industry that we want to help customers tackle um, in a way that's beneficial for all parties. Yeah, that's great. Well, on behalf of uh, the Traffic Company of Chicago podcast, uh, thank you so much for being on with us today, Ken, and we look forward to talking uh, to DAT in the future on future episodes. Thank you. Thank you very much for having me. It's been great. Appreciate it.